Good evening, Bat family, friends, acquaintances, Bat second cousins, twice removed, Bat stepsisters. This issue will be reviewing Batman issue 87 along with my friend Brandon. Uh, the recording, the video, uh, the audio isn't super synced up at the beginning. Sorry, I tried my best to fix it, but it was just kind of tough. Um, but the rest of the episode, I think, past like the 15 minute mark is uh, a little is markedly better. <laughs> so, thank you for your patience. Uh, later on this week, we'll be reviewing Batman Detective Comics Annual Number 3, I believe it is, uh, with Brian and a review of Tom King's Batman. Hope you guys enjoy. Thank you so much. We love you. Truly and deeply. Enjoy. How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? And go. What's up? What's going on, everybody? Hey, everybody. <laughs> in in Shakira's <laughs> famous words. I'm still laughing. <clears throat> we are recording. <laughs> Here on Monday, oh, the day man. after Super Bowl mm-hmm. Sunday. How was your Super Bowl Sunday, Brandon? Yes. My Super Bowl Sunday <laughs> was good. It was a little divided because I was watching it on my phone and then on the TV, but it worked out. Nice. It worked out. I was hyped. Yeah, the I Yankees one, so that's all I care about. Yep. The, the New Jersey uh, Kraken took yeah, it all away. So, the, the good guys one, that's all we <laughs> care about. Uh, noticeably <laughs> not present. In the Super Bowl, were the Gotham Knights? weren't it? Wasn't it the Gotham Knights in Dark Knight Rises? No, 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 it was the Gotham Rogues that were like the knockoff Pittsburgh Steelers. Like even Ben, ben Roethlisberger showed up. <laughs> that was funny. Uh-huh. Where they fall? Where Giant they fall pit to that. Uh, that like. And Heinz Ward yeah. is returning a punt, punt return. Not for. Or a kick return. Yeah, not for nothing. Not for nothing. That team did. Uh, did like. Throw me off, like not throw me off, but it, you know, give me like the chills because you know the floor just swallows all the players, and then out of nowhere the booth explodes. Like there's just a lot going on, and this is you know, like the first yeah. two seconds. And Brandon, uh, to our 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 faithful listeners, is very let's say lukewarm about Dark Knight Rises. So, would you say that's one of the best scenes in the movie? Mm. Okay. Yeah, I would think so. To 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 all four of you listening, (laughs) I have to agree with you. That's probably the best. I think it's five because my wife my wife listens. So, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah. Um. So today we're gonna recap and review uh, Batman eighty seven, the second issue in James Tinney and the Fourth's Batman run. We, um, <clears throat> well, it was released last week, but it was kind of a month that we recorded our last review for Batman 86. And we were both, a, yeah, it's Has been, it a while, been that long. It's been like three weeks. Yeah. Apologies to everybody for taking so long to edit that, but, uh, we were both a little on the fence about that issue. We felt like there was a lot going on. And while I yeah. feel the same way about this issue, uh, I I enjoyed it a little better. Yeah. Maybe I feel like the the focus was a little bit clearer. 
what did you think? Just uh, give me like a quick 10 second uh, breakdown of what you thought about this issue. Honestly, I read it a couple days ago and I, yeah, it didn't do much for me, man. I mean, I, I think, yeah, same thing. Same thing as the first one. I couldn't even honestly tell you what was the biggest point of it that like stuck out to me. You get what I'm saying? Like, I guess, I guess I, I measured things to how I felt. Mm-hmm. Like you were spoiled by Snyder and Capullo. With the whole, in- <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but like that, um, like that captivating story. Yeah. I just didn't get that this time. These first two issues, I still have. Well, that's fair enough, and I have my my hangups about it too. So let's just get started with the uh, the recap. So the issue starts. Um, we see kind of a panoramic view of Gotham City. Um, which, by the way, I really like the way it was drawn in this first panel here. Um, I love it when Gotham has like an aura of mystery to it. I know it's supposed to be based on New York with a little mm-hmm. bit of Chicago, maybe you know some London thrown in there. But uh, I love it when it just kind of looks like a hellscape, you know, like a place where a place where these villains uh, would exist in, you know, would thrive in. Then we see Riddler's right. anorexic looking behind, who is just casually naked with his spina bifida uh, flaring <laughs> up. And he's on the phone with Penguin, yeah. who I'm not entirely sure what's going on in these few first few pages, to be quite honest with you. Penguin who looks like a daddy shark? <laughs> yes, he does. He looks like a goblin shark, for sure. With his big old <laughs> nose. Um, so, Edward Nigma is got a blonde girl on his screen. And he's also looking at the photos of the five uh, assassins that were sent to take down Batman, or rather that Batman took down yesterday. Uh, not yesterday, but last uh, last issue. Him and Riddler are talking about some kind of feud between them and some deal, some designer that uh, is the mastermind behind all this. We turn the page and we see the five assassins, Deathstroke, uh, Lady Shiva knockoff, Wolverine... Captain America and, <laughs> and yeah, uh, so, yeah, Mr. Keith, like yeah, something like that. They have all <laughs> been uh, captured by the DCPD. Commissioner Bullock, which sounds weird, um, doesn't roll off the tongue like Commissioner Gordon. Orders for them to be taken away mm-hmm. to a new uh, a new section of the GCPD building that's been built by Wayne Tech or Wayne Enterprises that uh, you know keeps these hardened criminals in safely. Then we see a shot of Batman. He's looking over this arrest. He's watching over. Uh, He's phoning Catwoman, who is in, like, some kind of a data bank or whatever, like a a server room, and she is finding out what that guy who assaulted, what his whole deal was about. By the way, uh, whoever drew this was... uh, Whoever drew Catwoman in this... Uh, issue was clearly inspired by yesterday's Super Bowl halftime show <clears throat> because that's very, some very tight leather. Uh, she seems oh, yeah. to be worried about what this plot um, might do to Batman. And if we remember at the end of the issue, uh, it seems like Catwoman had a hand in this, although maybe not in present day. It seems like maybe in her more villainous, a uh, more villainous phase of her career, she was to take out the Batman. 
meeting right. with uh, Batman and Bullock. Uh, he asks, uh, Batman asks if the five assassins are secure. They are. He does the usual Batman thing. Welcome to the commissioner role, Bullock. Get used to that. Batman goes down to the secure wing of GCPD to interrogate uh, our boy Slade Wilson. <clears throat> Slade insinuates that the plot for this night is just... He goes to check... Cheshire is the, the girl with the, the Shiva knockoff. Um... She's Clay, which I thought was interesting, because maybe that uh, indicates Clayface's uh, involvement in this uh, issue, or in this arc. Then he goes... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I it would have to be. Thing. He would have to be in on it. Um, Batman then goes out searching the Gotham City streets for Cheshire. Uh, he's aided, of course, by Lucius Fox, who has kind of become his Alfred in Alfred's absence. He seems to be having fun with the role. Uh, he goes on this massive bat plane. Then he gets shot out of the bat plane on like a street luge looking thing, which was crazy. It was like a, remember those scooters we used to have in, in gym class? You would like yeah, the crab walker or whatever. Yeah. Team. It's like basically yeah, yeah. a huge one of those that gets shot out of. Side note. Side note. Did you ever Every freaking of time, bro. So and they bad. hurt so bad. Always, because oh. like there was the one where you scoot on your butt and like you use your arms, and then there was the crab walk, and I always prefer mm -hmm. to do the one where you're sitting on your butt because my fingers wouldn't get pinched by those damn wheels. Like twenty five years old too. I used to, I used to do like this kind of scorpion thing where I would lay on my stomach and my legs would like roll back and I would uh... use my arms. To like push myself, <clears throat> but for some odd reason, I'd get caught under people's wheels. <laughs> so that that was that was, yeah. that was that's a very regionally specific reference that we just made. Not everybody that listens will get will get that. If if our if our audience ever grows, no. they'll be like, "What the hell are these guys talking about?" Of course, oh, please yeah. forgive us all. Six, six. We got a new one. <laughs> so this chick, Cheshire, is on a motorcycle. Um, she gets an alert that Batman's coming. She seems to be anticipating that. Uh, Batman, uh, you know, is crawling or is, is rolling down the side of a building on this little scooter thing. He looks like a, it looks like a dolly that a mechanic would, you know, scooch under a car in. Uh, there's a little chase. Cheshire straddles Batman in a very, very suggestive way. Again, this uh, artist is mm -hmm. very much inspired by Shakira and J-Lo's halftime show. Um, Batman is prepared because he's Batman. Uh, and uh, mm -hmm. Batman safely scoot scoots under an oncoming truck while Cheshire gets demolished by this truck. Um, oh, right. Very, very fast so. and mysterious. Um, Cheshire reveals that there's more going on that Batman shouldn't rest easy, that uh, there's more players afoot than we he might have initially anticipated. We then come back to the GCPD secure wing where Slade and the rest of the assassins are getting out. Uh, Slade incapacitates Commissioner Bullock. Yes, <clears throat> I'm still not Bullock. used to that. And uh, we see the last panel is a shot of 
Oswald Cobblepot looking like Rambo, like fully decked out in guns and umbrellas, is I guess gonna go one on one with these assassins. So that should be that should definitely be interesting. Okay, so that's basically an overview of what happened in this issue. I hope it was cohesive to anybody who's listening. But uh, what were your thoughts, Brandon? Can you elaborate a little bit on your what what isn't clicking for you? What what don't you like about it? I guess I guess the thing for me, and I was thinking about it as I was reading it. Um, something that I've noticed with Batman is you you always see him paired with two or more villains. Yeah. So yeah, it kind of gets crowded at times. So so here here we are with five assassins and some masterminds behind mentioned. it, and then yes, Riddler. Mm. Yes, and then we see Riddler and Penguin, you know, just casually introduced. Which, by the way, when you said Riddler in 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 his room, like naked and, and watching <laughs> some girl on on the screen, I in, I instantly thought of. Um, that scene in scary movie where the guy shrivels up <laughs> that's a deep cut yeah that's terrible but um yeah no i just i don't i just i don't know man i just feel like it's too much too it soon. is and i don't know if it's like a conscious decision from uh tinian ty ty uh our new writer um because okay. You know, obviously, the reception to Tom King's Batman is mixed. And, you know, maybe Tinian mm-hmm. is really just trying to kick in the door with something big and, and loud. and You know, like a big story, like a, a Michael Bay directing Transformers kind of story. But I feel right. like it's it doesn't give us any time to breathe. Uh, also... I have no mm-hmm. idea what's really going on. Like, you know, it, this kind of reminds me of Arkham Origins, where, you know, it's basically the same plot. Uh, Black Mask, who's really Joker in disguise, um, sends out six assassins to take down the Batman. And, right, you know, that's the basically like the excuse for the game to exist. But really what it is, is it's an examination of the relationship between Batman and Joker. And as the game goes on, you focus more mm-hmm. on Joker, and then the the story with the assassins kind of becomes a subplot. Like you do face all of them, and of course there's that big climactic b- battle with Bane, but it's really focusing on Batman coming into his own as the Cape Crusader, and obviously his relationship with his arch nemesis, the person that's going to give him the most trouble in the the oncoming years. If you're going to do a story like that with so many people, I feel like that's kind of how you have to do it. You know, like the assassins and all this stuff has to be a backdrop for something else, something more personal. And I don't feel like we're getting that whole personal side. You know, like we have all these all these assassins, all very capable. Uh, We've seen it time and time again, um, how Deathstroke and Batman can go toe to toe. This new girl, Cheshire, you know, obviously Batman was prepared for her, but yeah, at the same time, she seems like she can, you know, handle herself with the the Cape Crusader. But I don't know what else is going. Like I don't. Uh, yeah, it's a plot to take down Batman, but that's every Batman story, you know. So I want to see right. where this goes because I'm thinking that the fact that Selena was involved in some way in the past with this plot 
you know, might make things a little more, might give us some more emotional drama. But as of yet, we don't really have that. Right. It's all been about action and setting up, I guess, what's going to be the climax of the story. So, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Right. It's cool, yeah, but it's not court of vows. I guess, yeah, well, I mean, I know that, and I I know I shouldn't, I shouldn't compare because they're yeah. on very different levels. Um, Court of Owls focuses on just mm-hmm. the one group with many members. This is different members forming one group. So when you have that many characters, you have to be able to tie them all in. And I feel like somewhere along the line, someone's going to get the short end of the stick. And you're going to wonder mm-hmm. why they're even there in the first place. Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. I think that, you know, these assassins are probably not going to matter at all in the in the long run. You know, like, they'll probably just be, like, you know, like, dominoes that are falling, you know, to eventually uh, show us the big climax of the story. Um, but, you know, I don't feel like you, you should do that. You know, like, I feel like if you're going to introduce these characters, especially Deathstroke, who, you know, you really he's interesting enough on his own to just be the main villain. Um, I just, I don't know. It feels like too many characters were brought into this arc and I don't know who to focus on. And I also don't feel emotionally invested in, you know, Batman's uh, well-being because he's obviously handling everybody with ease, you know, like he always does. So, mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because I thought the same thing a little bit when it came to <clears throat> Alfred. I feel like I feel like there's a lot mm-hmm. being thrown in to kind of forget about that. I don't know if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's a lot going on, so we as readers forget about the whole Alfred. <laughs> Al- Alfred. <laughs> Alfred. You're, you still mess Ben Affleck as bad. Al- Alfred. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, yeah, the whole absolutely. Alfred part, you know, like I feel like it's just being sure. overshadowed, and not in a well, mm-hmm. and not in a good way. And you know, I, I can see that that's not going to be the main focus of a Batman issue because it's not, you know, it's not a Nicholas Sparks novel. You know, it's not like it's not going to all be about Batman's <laughs> yeah. feelings. And actually, uh, I think Batman Annual number three, which came out like a month and a half ago or two months ago, kind of touches on. It's actually really heartfelt, and it made me tear up. It's like letters that Alfred, or not letters, but diary entries um, that follow Batman's exploits. And that was really nice. And it doesn't have to all be about that. But also, we do have to get over this. We do have to, like, um, see more of how Bruce is coping with the loss of Alfred. And I feel like in Detective Comics, we're seeing seeing him... cope with it a little more like we're, we're we're seeing how he's adjusting whereas this has just been non-stop balls to the wall action you know you can't even there's not even time there's not panel space for all these pages are so right. crowded well yeah. speaking of speaking of panel space that that panel with um catwoman on it mm. where she's like full body that was a terrible the panel. art right i'm sorry i just i couldn't get into it yeah i just I, I didn't understand the whole, like, she's on the outside, but then she's, like, in boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, don't, I don't know what she's talking you about. Know it's I'm a saying? very stylistic approach because there's, like, the main panels in the background, and then there's her overlaid on it, 
And then there's little boxes that appear over her body. Right. And then when I when I got to the bottom of the page, I even started to like question if I yeah, read I it right or not. Because it was just kind of misplaced. That's another thing that I was going to say. So, you know, <clears throat> when we think about like all-time great arcs or all-time great runs in a particular comic series, the two that come to mind for me are obviously Snyder and Capullo's Batman um, and mm-hmm. Mark Bagley and Brian Michael Bendis in Ultimate Spider-Man. Two arcs which are two of my favorites of all time. And also considered like some of the best runs uh, of any comic ever. It was one artist with one um, uh, one writer for like multiple years, you know, like Snyder and Capullo was like five years. And then uh, Bagley and Bendis were nine years. And that kind of continuity, like they really vibed off each other really well. This is the second artist that's worked with Tinian in as many issues. So hopefully that changes. Like hopefully he gets like an artist right. that really, you know, can vibe off of him and, and um, understand his vision and bring it to life with, you know, the, the, the intended purpose. I don't really feel like that with this particular artist. He's obviously right. talented, but you know, I feel like some of it, some of the panels are too crowded and like too fancy for its own good. You know, like it was hard to follow and yeah. it just kind of felt a little, a little crowded. Yeah. Well, actually, I was gonna say, um, going back to that whole Alfred thing, um, didn't he die in the main in the main comic? Yeah, he did. Like mm-hmm. the Batman line. So, I was think I remind. Kind of reminded me of mm-hmm. the time that Damien died, and that was in the Batman and Robin, and that kind of, I think, extended throughout that whole run. And he he was there for a good a good couple issues, just trying to find a way to get back Damien. <clears throat> oh like, yeah, he like he did he didn't sleep it. for like five nights in a row, and it wasn't only just the main Batman line that you right. saw him grieving. His son Damien, who he'd only known for like four years, you know, or three years or whatever. Um, but it was also in Detective Comics and in the other Batman family line, like uh, comics that you saw how messed up he was by it. Right. So, you know, like this was a kid. Yeah, I get it. It's his son and everything else. <laughs> like there's sometimes no comparing, you know, mm-hmm. that and someone else. But um, as as <clears throat> important as Alfred is to, to Batman, I feel like with this run, they're just kind of dismissing that too fast. Way too fast. He should he he should if not should be more aggressive <clears throat> than he was with Damien. Or yes, more obsessive. Uh, you would think so because you know I've said it before on this cast and to you and and even to Brian who reviews at Detective Comics with me. We can definitely um, say that Batman has lost his parents twice now you know uh, he yes thomas wayne was his father but he was his father for eight years you know if you think of batman as being middle-aged now you right. know like maybe or like 35 alfred has been his his dad for like 30 to you know 28 30 years now you know he's been his father figure he has a deeper bond yeah. with bruce and thomas ever had and really there's no comparison i mean he should be destroyed by this especially because it's not like alfred died of old age or like a sickness he was murdered in cold blood a few issues ago like we're talking like maybe 
eight or nine issues ago. And even in the timeline that it happened or in, in, in Tom King's run, uh, the way they wrapped it up, almost no time was given to Alfred's death, you know? So they're really dropping the ball on this. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the part that kind of threw me off with it. I don't mind it. I don't, I don't mind a new story, but it has to affect him more being what, you know, being, being exactly. that often meant to him so much. <clears throat> um, it has to be more explored. without question. It just it just isn't executed well, mm-hmm. in my in in my opinion. Right, I agree with you. And you know we can't. We've <clears throat> been spoiled by great Batman writing in the past, mm-hmm. in the recent past. You know, like with Snyder and Capullo. But mm-hmm. um, even going beyond that, and even giving this a fair shake, uh, I think we need to just kind of slow things down a little bit, in my opinion. Because one of the things that bothered me about Tom King's run, and I really wanted to stop talking about him already, but is that it, <laughs> we were we were promised that the all these like little threads were gonna build up to a huge climax that would blow us all away. And I'm just kind of tired of that whole method of storytelling. Like, not not everything has to be, you know, it's like DBZ with the power creep thing. Like, not everything has to be bigger and better and badder than the than the last. You know, like not every right. plot has to be more dangerous or involve more, you know, uh, more villains right. against Batman. Like, let's just you know slow things down a little bit. Let's deal with the more human side of Batman. Um, you know, right? We can maybe. Like, if we're going to deal with Alfred being gone, maybe we can see how his, uh, how the Bat family steps in to provide Bruce with the comfort that he once got from Alfred, you know, because that's what friends do. They, when they see that you're missing something, you know, they step in and they give you what you need. And I would like to see that from the Bat family, you know, like I would like to see an issue maybe where, Batman's off his game and you know he has a talk with Catwoman and you know yeah and you know like Dick Grayson comes back from being Rick and you know helps him out or whatever you know yeah I think I want to as strange as the sound I I think I want to see a depressive Batman yeah like uh like uh lackluster like he goes out he still does what he does because he feels like he needs to but he just doesn't find like that Satisfaction like, from it. Satisfaction. He's like, what's the point? You know what I'm mm. saying? Yeah. What's the point of doing this? Someone who I care about still died. <clears> and, you know, like, he takes down people, but, you know, it's just petty muggers and stuff like that. And the bigger threats, he kind of like, yeah, I got to it. You know, like that yeah. kind of thing. <clears throat> because Alfred was his <clears throat> his moral compass. You know, he was the, the person that reminded Bruce of the reason behind his mission wasn't vengeance or wasn't a self-destructive tendency. Mm-hmm. It's because he doesn't want to see anybody else go through what he went through. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I really want to see that. I want to see us just take a chill pill. I want to see, you know, Bruce questioning why he's doing this in the first place. One of my all time favorite episodes of uh, Batman, the animated series I think it's called Appointment in Crime Alley, although I could be mistaking it for another one. But basically, it's a it's an uh, an episode where Bruce's spirit has become weary. Like he 
he wonders why he's still doing it. He wonders if he's making a, an impact at all on the on people's lives in Gotham. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like a twenty two minute episode, but in it we see basically a full range of emotions from Bruce, from you know feeling like he he doesn't have the energy, the mental uh, ability to keep continue his crusade. And, you know, he he receives help from Alfred, from Dick, and from Leslie Tompkins. And at the end of the day, you know, he's been he's reminded of why he's doing it in the first place. Right. I'd like to see something like that in the comics. You know, like if a 22-minute episode, episode of a, a cartoon can do that, we can definitely do that in two or three issues of a comic book. And that's honestly yeah. what we need right now. <clears throat> yeah. We, we need that grieving period. Or we need to see a different side of that grieving period. For sure. Because he's he's done the over excessive anger, he's done the um, the obsessiveness, everything. But we just need to see a different side. <clears throat> yeah. Open up, open up those new avenues of of a person's psyche. And that's ultimately what we remember most about Batman. Those types mm-hmm. of moments. Yep. Well, thank you for taking the time to review this with me, my man. Sure, sure, of course. Uh, as always, we're going to have a little discussion about uh, some of our favorite parts of the Batman lore. And the question that I have for you today is Shoot. three gadgets from Batman's arsenal that show up either in the in the comics, in the cartoon slash movies, or in the video games. If you could pick any three gadgets and have mastery over them like Batman does... What would you pick? <clears throat> Number one, shark repellent. <laughs> <laughs> bat spray, bat shark spray. Um, no, I, I think, I've, I've always loved the fact that he was such a marksman. So if, if I could work a batarang the way you see it in like the cartoon, that'd be my number one choice. Batarang, okay. Yeah, because I don't know, I don't know about you, <clears throat> but you ever, you ever seen those like videos of people throwing things? And they get like throwing stars. Yeah, like such a well that and like, let's say you you throw a a, a screwdriver, and it like mm-hmm. hits the wall, you know, and it's like mm-hmm. stuck at the wall. You know, you know how crazy people get just because something got stuck on the wall. Like imagine, <laughs> imagine mar- hitting your mark, and like it making a difference. Like sometimes Batman be throwing like the craziest batarangs, and these guns get like flung out of people's hands. And crazy, he, yeah, crazy stuff. Like, not because they take like a massive arc, bro, like a wild arc to get there. <laughs> yeah, how do you so calculate I, that? I think number one would be a battering for me. <clears throat> number one battering. Okay. Yes. I'm gonna go a different route. Go ahead. Number one for me, without question, is the bad grapple, because this dude can like pretty much he can't fly. But there is no nook and cranny in Gotham that this dude can't get to with his little trusty handy back grapple. And I'm not yo, saying that I would, yo, what's up? No, I, I'm thinking about a, a, a quote unquote grapple I made as a kid. Man, would I have died. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do that all the time, like in Warren Park right next to my house. Mm-hmm. I would like tie a stick to the end of a like of a string and right i would like you know throw it over a tree a tree branch and then like try to swing across a ravine 
mm-hmm. and like I would invariably the string would break and I would just fall on my, <laughs> on my back. Well, I I remember as a kid I made batarangs out mm-hmm. of uh, wood. You know, like these. You know how they have these really thin wooden like planks that they mm-hmm. use for like cheap doors and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah. I used I used to trace out you know the the bat symbol shape onto it, and then with a saw you know cut it out and 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 make a bat. Uh, basically, it was just a bat logo, but mm-hmm. I would treat it as a battering, and then I would make a hole at the bottom <laughs> wing and tie twine. Out of all things, twine. <laughs> I would I would tie it bat yarn. Would, yeah, and I would throw it like at my stairs because our stairs has those uh the rails. The rails, you know, the wooden rails, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like throwing this thing and I'm pulling on that thing from dear life. And you'd hear the wood like. <laughs> <laughs> so You're about to bring the house down. <laughs> so I've, I've always been fascinated by, by the grapple, but just something doesn't sell me about it. Like with like, imagine. Oof. Well, okay, this... but I would want like a military grade, like Batman grade <laughs> grapple, not like, but not see, like a stick at the, the end of that, twine. That scares me because it's like you said, he shoots that thing and he like basically flies. But when his body pulls on that, on that, you know, wire, let's say mm. like to the fullest, the, the force <clears> that's being on that wire has to be like incredible. Like it has to be. Yeah, he's like a. 250 pound man yeah and then if no no no. i would definitely have a built-in like (laughs) speed like speed decreaser like the accelerant basically so that it would take me like two minutes to get on top of a two-story building like i would go as (laughs) slow as hell and then you look at like the tips of these grappling hooks and they're like the smallest walmart hooks you can find (laughs) (laughs) yeah like fishing hooks Yo, and he like grapples on it. It's mad scary. Like, jeez. Yeah, it's definitely improbable. Uh, I wouldn't. I would not. I would rather. not be the most courageous Batman out there. I don't know, man. I would just like. I would just like perch up top of like buildings, and like. I mean, here in Jacksonville, there's not like huge skyscrapers or anything. <laughs> It'd be like a four story building, and I'd just be looking down. When you come, when people. you come out here. When you come out here, I know a building we could do that with. Let's do it. I'm we'll, all for we'll, that. Bro. We'll we'll suit up and we'll we'll go up there. You remember how my grandpa used to own the Chinese building or whatever on? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would love going with him to like check on the like everything, you know, because I would just go right up to the roof, and I would just perch out looking over like State Street and stuff, acting like I was Batman. Doesn't your great uncle have that? Uh, no, he sold it to somebody else. Oh, man. I'm going to be like, yo, call him up quick. <laughs> no, uh, he owns the, the, the tire shop next door. Okay. You can get on top of that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can get on top of the lift. I'll make some uh, twine um, grappling <laughs> hooks for us. <laughs> so what would be your, your second bat gadget that you would choose? Um... <clears throat> I remember seeing it. I think it was. I think it was an animated series episode mm-hmm. where he used some smoke pellets inside of a yeah. water tank. What? And How yeah, he was. was he, what the heck? <laughs> there smoke underwater? I think. I think. If I'm not mistaken, either that or it was a comic of the animated series. All I know <laughs> is they trapped him in a water tank, and he used one of them to cre- <laughs> to create. <laughs> Which, by the way, again, 
I don't understand how he didn't die because this the point was to create pressure in the tank <laughs> so the glass would break. But I mean, the pressure alone would probably kill him. But I mean, well, you know, what do I know? I'm not Batman. <laughs> but if 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 that really works, I feel like you don't have to be Batman they... to know that that would kill you. <laughs> if that really works as as good as they say it does, gas pellets are number two. Gas pellets, waterproof gas pellets. <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny? That's my number water- two as well. Yeah, is it? Yeah, heck water yeah. resistant, water resistant smoke. <laughs> uh, well, listen, we're suspending disbelief. Obviously, none of this stuff exists in real life, so <laughs> doesn't matter. Okay, the laws of physics don't don't mean anything to us right uh, now. You know how useful those smoke pellets would be, though. Like, anytime I'm like. Actually, I'm yeah, like they Kelly. actually really are. I ha- <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like, go go for it though. You you say it first. Um, I used to have these dynamite sticks. They were called um mammoth mammoth <clears throat> uh, smoke bombs. It was like the M80s or whatever that you get in Pennsylvania. No, I I bought them in. I don't even know where I bought them. To be honest with you, but they were, they look like sticks of dynamite, and you would just light <clears throat> them up. And the smoke was like huge, like it was really, really thick. And um, I remember buying those, and I'm thinking, this is so plausible, like this is so realistic. So that, but it stunk like a banshee. So I, you know, <laughs> I bet. Are you sure it wasn't a fire bomb that you got? <laughs> <laughs> it was one massive fire bomb, bro. Yo, I would, uh, I would absolutely love having a smoke bomb though, like smoke pellet. Just like drop that junk. Anytime I'm like, hey Kelly, um, we should definitely buy this two hundred dollar uh this this five hundred dollar batsu uh from my cosplay, and then she gives me all the reasons why we can't. Instead of me like <laughs> putting my tail between my legs and realizing that I'm wrong, I would just throw a smoke bomb and disappear. Yeah. I was like it never happened. And then there's smoke inside of our apartment. <laughs> and Bruce is going crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, yo, it's funny because I laugh because that, that, I, I need, <clears throat> I need that kind of check right now because I've, I've been looking at stuff and I'm like, yo, I could get that like tomorrow. And I <laughs> probably shouldn't, but I'm like thinking that all the time. But I, yeah, I need that kind of check in my life. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's called get married, buddy. <laughs> I know. You'll, you'll get, you'll get it soon enough. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, but. So, my number three. I initially thought about the line launcher, you know that thing. But I'm oh, like, the how one many... where it attaches behind you and in front of you. Yeah, but then I'm like, how many times like do I have to cross a ravine that I need that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you you do live in Florida, so you know you get cross a lot of swamps and stuff. That's true. I could, I could, and then like gators, they're cracking mm-hmm. that. Yeah, no, and, but... ar- and gator arms come up and reach out to you. And... Oh my god, bro. You know, I played that level for the first time when it was like three o'clock in the morning and I had been playing Arkham Asylum for like seven hours straight, dude. I was like delirious at that point. It was the scariest experience of my life, bro. <laughs> that is, I'm pretty sure if I went back to it now, I'd be like, oh, this isn't that bad. But at the time, scariest ever, bro. Yeah, for real. So my real. third mm-hmm. gadget, the, the third gadget that I would probably use... I would say would probably have to be 
a cryptographic sequencer with the caveat that I could like I don't know this sounds kind of creepy but I could like hack into like cellular devices uh-huh. you know what I mean like somebody like across the street like I can but only to prank them so I would only do it just to mess with them okay so like I was thinking what if you use a cryptographic sequencer right like you're on the couch you're you know just picture you you're with Lumi you're watching a movie uh, she's on the like on, on her phone watching you know like on Instagram or whatever and does she have an Instagram by the way? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to have to have to link up with her. Yeah. So for I sure. can. <clears throat> um and you like, you know, make her phone start saying like you know, missile alert headed towards Perth Amboy, New Jersey. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. She would just hand me the phone and say, What does this mean? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hey, so nothing, nothing. Don't even worry about. It. <laughs> so, what would yours be? Oh, what would man. your number three be? This was tough. Uh, I really, yeah, number three. He has so many gadgets, stuff. but I'm like, what can I actually use in real life? Number three. I think I'm gonna go a little further into the future. I like the um, the uh, little scanner that they used to have. They they used to they used to put any like material in it and <laughs> the scanner would tell them what it is. Fifty percent, fifty percent hot gas. <laughs> yeah, it's like it was like smaller than the phone, and then they would just like put something in it and it would just tell them what it is. And I'm like, how do you how do you know? Like how do you how does that read anything inside of there? So I would want one of those probably. For sure. Probably. Yeah, I'm looking at a list right now online of the best um, Batman gadgets. Uh, number three is Bat Shark repellent. So is it really? It is number seven. Fake yeah, vampire like teeth. Yeah, like we're plagued with sharks. Yeah, all uh, of that. Number eight, finger taser. That could work. Any? Yeah, yeah, I could. I can use a finger taser. Mm-hmm. I could definitely get creative with that. Again, for pranks. Right. Because a lot of these are just like for the purpose of hurting people. And I realize. <laughs> Did you say I don't vamp- really know that many people to hurt. Did yeah? you say vampire teeth? Oh, yeah. Fake vampire teeth. It says one of the tactics he uses to scare criminals is a pair of fake vampire teeth that he created. <laughs> Imagine. You know those like fake party city ones you get that are mad white? <laughs> That's exactly what I thought about. <laughs> If you imagine, like, you see, like, this creature of the night coming at you and he's got, like, pearly whites. <laughs> like, you can see a reflection off of him. It's, like, all you see in the in the dead of night. That's not very intimidating. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I, uh, I, wonder, I wonder how long it took R&D to come up with that one. I, I'm pretty sure knowing... How he normally spends is probably like he probably spent like fifty million dollars on one set of, of Wayne Enterprise on one <laughs> set of teeth. Yeah, because Alfred uh, Alfred said that they should buy them wholesale to avoid suspicion, so he gets ten thousand. Yeah, I um I don't know what else did they have <clears throat> on that list. 
All right, so let me read to you a couple that stand out to me. Uh, one, oh, one of them is electromagnet, so that you can do like an EMP. That might be useful. Okay. Uh, say you accidentally post a picture of your penis on Snapchat. <laughs> but you want time to delete it in time, and your friends are there in the room, you don't want them to see it. So you use your EMP, and you disable all of their phones. Right. So there's that. I, um... I, I actually, ironically, now that you say that, I read like this uh, this post or something that the guy posted his <clears throat> his thing on Snapchat, and no one said anything for twelve <laughs> hours. <laughs> I don't know. That's if, a I don't huge know, L, bro. I don't know if he did it like accidentally, but no one said anything for like twelve hours. I'm just sitting there. <laughs> That's gonna be the worst reaction to that. <laughs> Um, Puzzle. What what else is there? Well, there's the Bat Batman Beyond rocket boots, but I feel like that could get dicey real quick, right? You know what I mean? Like you can definitely just like run into a concrete wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, remember in Batman Beyond how he had his cloaking device that would make him turn like translucent? Yes, I forgot about that. Those are pretty cool. That was really good. Yeah. Honestly, if I had to have any batarangs, it would definitely be the Batman Beyond batarangs. Right. There's, of course, his cape. Yeah. There's, of course, his cape, which serves like a parachute, but how many times am I jumping off off of buildings? Um, Well, then again, if I have a... Damn. I should have thought of this. If I have a grappling hook, how am I getting down? I I would need a cape. For sure. Wait, what did you say? <clears throat> I said that. Um... I'm sorry. I just <laughs> had some. I just had some middle middle schoolers pass my car, and I and I just completely got distracted. They were just. It's okay. I heard they were, it was just. It was just two of them, and they were super loud. Um, yeah. No. So I said. Uh, I was like, how often would I need a his para cape for? You know, but then. If I'm going to be using a grappling hook, I would need a safe way to get down. Because, like, what if the door to the stairs is locked? <laughs> and yeah. then I'm just kind of screwed up there asking for help. That's not very, that's not very Batman. <laughs> no, it's not. Mm. And you got the back cuffs. Uh, okay. Shark repellent. Okay. His gauntlets, this is not really a gadget. It's just like spikes coming out of his forearms. I thought that was aesthetics. Yeah, pretty much. There's the lenses. There is, that is kind of a gadget though. If you think, if you think about Batman Beyond, when um, they, they try to slice him with the sword and he caught it with the, with the, with the gauntlets and then just twisted it and the blade broke. Oh, you mean like Batman Begins? Yeah. I thought you said Batman Beyond. Oh. But yeah. I, I probably did. <laughs> 100% though. I mean, if I ever get into a sword fight, I want gauntlets. For sure. Honestly, I got it. I know what I want. The back What's computer. Because that thing is massive. It probably has the the processing power of like a nuclear power plant. Mm-hmm. Imagine how dope it would be to play video games on that thing. 
with all 19 of those screens, like playing Overwatch on that, nuts, bro. Absolutely nuts. Yo, oh, actually, um, uh, now that you say that, um, I remember <clears throat> reading the DC 1 million. <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. That's cool true. I think I mentioned this last time. And the Batman from the future, he said that the com- bat computer was like obsolete in terms of what he had. Mm-hmm. So he just like was because he had telekinetic powers, and that's something that I think that a, a version of Batman should have at least some point in the future. Telekinetic power and like being able to move things with his mind or telepathy. Um, a little bit of both. He <laughs> he cut he kind of like just waved his hand. And he created a whole new computer that was like a hundred times better than what Batman had in his in his cave. Wow. Well, I would want that then. But then again, yeah. I can't play video games on my mind. True. That's really That's why true. I want it. Like I want it to be able to like browse Reddit and play <laughs> video games. <laughs> <laughs> Like an absolute I'm... criminal underuse of all that processing power. <laughs> you can open like several Reddit tabs at once. Yeah, because God forbid you have too many gifts going on at the same time. <laughs> just yeah. Chrome just can't handle it. What was the what was what's another one that's on there? I'm trying. I'm still trying to find a really good one. I could think of really practical use. I don't know. I kind of felt like this. Uh, this whole section would have a little more. A little more umph to it, but I, I feel like most of these are like <laughs> harmful towards others. And I don't really want to. I don't really like there's an explosive gel. Mm. Yeah, I guess that could work. I don't know. Like you accidentally lock yourself out of your car, but then you don't have a car anymore after that. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's where the back computer comes into place. There you go. Mm-hmm. The other cryptographic sequencer. Bro, you're telling me you don't want bat ice skates? Yo, ice skates. For <laughs> sure. Because you never know. Where they just where they just click their heels and, and out comes the skates. Where does that where what how where do they even fit? Those blades are super high too. Like <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, you know I would need that here in Florida. Like you know, water's just freezing over all the time over here. Are they really? No, I'm just, I'm just being oh. sarcastic. <laughs> There's like one skate skating rink in all of like Northeast Florida. Oh. And that's where I go every now and then. That's no good. <laughs> that's no good. I think I'm following the same the same um the same list you are. You know, we yeah. got the we got the battering, the smoke pellet, and my last one was cryptographic sequencer. Bro, you don't want the you don't want an audio frequency jammer, the one where um Alfred was uh was uh DJing in Batman Returns. Oh yeah, when he puts that CD into the yeah, and you think it's like I'm sure like in 1992 it was like the most advanced thing ever. yeah for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. I oh, you, you know you what? Know, you know actually, what the most useful gadget is, bro? I got it. What is it? A butler. How's that? A, how's that a gadget? <laughs> it's not, but just imagine how useful that would be. <laughs> that would be though. 
That would be dope. Oh, Jeeves. And he just comes out. Make, giving you cucumber yeah. sandwiches and stuff. Yeah. Help you. you know what I, I, I would use in all honesty? <clears throat> I think my number three is going to change. It is um an ear microphone. Ooh, yeah. That'd be pretty like cool. We, like what, what we saw in um, BVS, mm-hmm. where his voice would change. Because mm-hmm. let's, let's be frank here, I don't have the most threatening voice out there to scare people. You do have so, a very sweet voice. <laughs> so if I could get something to disguise it, a voice box or something, I would mm. I would totally do that. That's my third. Make you sound like Barry White, like super, super deep. Yes. Actually, I'd yes. probably use that. Yeah. <clears throat> There's a lot of things here that aren't really gadgets on their own. They're just repli- like they're just like repli- but they're just useful. They're useful in very specific situations that I don't think that I would necessarily yeah. use. Well, that's true. Oh, there goes the smoke pellets. The one where you can escape. Uh, oh, I would. Tanks. I would find a use for that. Absolutely. I did. I did like the ultrasonic bat beacon. That one's good. Yeah. Tracker. Anytime. Well, I mean, my life that I would track, but. Track Kelly. That's true. Make sure she's, like, safe, you know? Yes. Yes. In in a loving way, not in the. Yeah, like, where I are you? I don't want to be, like, a... <laughs> I don't want to be that clean. No, no, not at all. Yeah, that that's probably my three: batarang, smoke pellets, and the ear microphone. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to agree with you. Yeah, that'll be my. Well, you had well, you had your 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 grappling hook, right? Your number one. You had your uh, battering is no, I'm sorry, grappling hook, smoke pellets, and then you had. All right, so it was uh, smoke pellets, and then, you know what, man. I'm just going to do Batarang for my last one because Cryptographic okay. Sequencer. Oh, that's the one I was that you said. That one could be useful, but I, I just feel like Batarang would be cooler, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I could definitely... The other day, a brother invited me over to his house and yeah. he's got a... He's got an axe-throwing uh, bullseye like in his backyard. Really? And, yeah, we were just throwing axes. It was pretty fun. I'll send you pictures. Oh, that's, oh, that's cool. I would just love to be there and be like, oh man, this is just this is too this is just too easy for me. And just pull out some batarangs and just <laughs> absolutely bullseye every single one. You you could you could do that theoretically. Yeah. Cause they have these batarangs, um, like the Dark Knight uh logo <clears throat> batarangs, and they're actually metal. Hmm. And you and you can throw them and you know, have them stick. What's your favorite bat logo, by the way? Bat logo? Yes. Um, that's actually actually I don't even know what I'm thinking of it. The Arkham the Arkham Asylum logo. Arkham without Asylum. the letters, without the letters. Just the one the... that he's got like on his chest in Arkham City. No, um, is it? Yes, 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 yes. That's the one where he where it's kind of been like the logo for the comics for the past five years or something like that. Yeah, it's kind of become the default like Batman logo. Yeah. That and then close second is the one that you see on like T-shirts, like on the <clears throat> on the retail sticker, the one with the curved wings and the yellow oval. Yeah, that's yeah, number like that two. One. I'm gonna have to go with 
uh, Arkham, the Arkhamverse logo and the Rebirth okay. one. Oh, yeah. The Rebirth was good. Yeah, Rebirth man. It was really good. I actually have, a, a, if you don't mind, I actually have a question myself for you. So, Speaking of gadgets and being the fans that we are, mm-hmm. as a kid, what did you do to replicate anything you see? you've seen in Batman? Like, what was the one thing you say you can say that stood out to you that you're like, I want to replicate and you tried to do it as a kid? Well, I told you about the haphazard uh, bat log- uh, uh, grappling hook that I tried to make that uh, I'm really surprised I didn't, like, kill myself using. <laughs> um, I've made... Okay, so... Six Flags Great Adventure, which for those of you guys that are listening and don't know, that's a a Six Flags that's in in Jersey that we used to go to a lot as kids. They used to sell these Batman hats, right? And the hat actually came with ears. So what I did is I I cut off the bill of the hat so that I can use like the top of the hat as like my bat ears or whatever. I made myself uh-huh. like a little domino mask with just like black cloth. So that it would yeah. cover my eyes as well. And okay. so the bill of the hat, you know, it's plastic. I took off all of the cloth and it was just like this black plastic. And I cut with scissors uh, the shape of the battering. And I would just like go around my house throwing that at like my brother and my sister and stuff. And they were <laughs> super pissed. Um, I made gauntlets for myself once. Okay. Um, by... Just like taping pieces of cardboard to my to my forearms, okay. <laughs> which kind of hurt to take off because I use like duct tape. Okay, and uh, let's see. I guess that's pretty much it. What about you? Well, I had my makeshift uh, grappling <clears throat> hook too. Mm-hmm. Um, at one at one point, my creativity was at an all time high, and I would take those brown sandwich bags that we used to use for lunch and cut out ears. I mean, cut out the, the head portion of Batman. So I, I had the the pointy ears but mm-hmm. and, and I would cut out the, the eyes, but I wouldn't cut out the mouth portion. So it just looked like I had a paper bag on my face with ears. <laughs> and um, I, I would wear a towel on top of that because you can't, you, can't, you can't forget the cape. Mm-hmm. And then I think the the only other thing that I would used to do um, that I had to, like, replicate, uh, what was it? I just drew a blank. Well, I used to, so my my mom used to have these nice scarves, bro. Mm-hmm. And I was <laughs> like, uh, hey, mom, can I use this to, and it's like, not like your typical scarf, like a wolf's winter scarf it was like the ones that you put over your head whatever and it was big enough so that it could fit me as a cape so i used to use those and just walk around the house with them (laughs) unbeknownst to my mom one day i'm like this isn't authentic enough so i cut like little scallops onto the edge of the oh no yeah her nice scarf dude and uh she didn't find out till much later and she was quite pissed (laughs) <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, actually, I do remember what I was gonna say. Um, my <clears throat> my creativity improved vastly, and I took a Batman mask, like a <clears throat> Batman Beyond mask that they used to have at Walmart. 
Oh, nice. And um, I started putting duct tape to finish the back part. So it was basically the ears were in in the front of my face and then duct tape stretching out towards the back of my head. So I used to wear <laughs> like uh, grocery bags so that the tape wouldn't get stuck to my hair. Mm-hmm. And I would just pull back, pull back. It didn't look anything like a Batman mask, <laughs> but I thought I was killing it. I'm sure. I'm sure you were. Yeah, and and this is at 19, so that's even sadder. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you were like 12. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, we need to we you... need to play dress up more often. Yeah, we do, man. We do. Just do some larping. <laughs> LARPing sounds so dirty, bro. I don't understand why, but it sounds so bad. It's not a pleasant sounding word for sure. Like no. it sounds like something, like a, like definitely a sex act. But it is the coolest thing out there. I'm sure it is, man. Like I listen, I spend money on these cosplays. I don't want to just wear them <clears> once, <throat> once a a year at Comic Con. I want to actually like, like the t- like that video you guys showed me of the Star Wars battle, and everyone's dressed as something different. Yeah. And they just go out and go to Target, <clears throat> go to, you know, Walmart. We got to do that one day, man. Let's do that. Hey, listen, when we go up for Brian's graduation in, in June, let's do it, bro. Let's live it up. All right, cool. All right. We'll do it. We'll, we, we'll have to tell uh, Anger about that. And, uh, <laughs> yo, we should go like that to his graduation. Well, I don't know if I'm going to go, but, you know, we should, we should, like, greet him outside that way. For sure. For sure. <laughs> so he would... Yeah, he would hate us. Yeah, it, it would be very embarrassed. <laughs> I know that for sure. So, Brian, if you're listening, get ready. Brian, you're not going to know what hits you, bro. Good thing <laughs> is you won't have to ever see those people again. So, Yeah, true. True, true. So it won't be that bad. Brandon, thank you for your time, my man. Oh, man, the pleasure's always mine. Pleasure's my, always mine. My good, good boy. Love you, man. Thanks for uh, sharing your insights with us. And sure. I will see you soon when we review uh, Batman 88. See you, everybody. Yeah. See you, everybody. Peace. <laughs>